Well, good morning, grace and peace for love of God. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and I am saying good God bless you and good morning. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Thank you so much for making the decision to wake up and pray with us for our Zion Travel's prayer and impartation call. This is the day that the Lord has made, and so we will rejoice and be glad in it. I pray you all are having a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. I pray you had a good weekend, a good holiday on yesterday. I pray that you had a great, uh, powerful Pentecost Sunday. And um, here in my house, the children have one more day off of school. Uh, I guess they didn't use all their snow days or something like that. <laughs> so they have one more day out of school. So uh, we, they had an extended, I think they call it a five-day five day break. Um, so hopefully we're going to head down to the beach today if the weather permits. Uh, spend some time with my baby. So I hope that you all have been able to uh, have a wonderful weekend and uh, do uh, some some fun things. Uh, I've been seeing um, so many uh, graduation pictures and photos and uh, uh, Dylan and Destin, I believe Tasha, I think I saw Tasha come on, uh, had, I think they had their graduation. Uh, and it's just, it's just a wonderful time of the year. My son, Kevin, graduates eighth grade uh, in a couple of weeks, next week or so, and uh, was excited about that. can't believe Kevin's graduating eighth grade. <laughs> the baby was just born, but we, uh, this is such a, just a great time of year. It's such a great time of year, and um, I just trust. Sorry about that. I just trust that um, you have been uh, enjoying this, enjoying this holiday season. Um, again, Happy Pentecost Sunday to you. Hope you made it to church one Sunday. I did, had an amazing, amazing time. I knew God, you ever just feel it down in your soul that God's going to do something powerful, that God's going to move. I just felt it. And so we were in Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, uh, one Sunday with Bishop John Williams, um, a good, very good friend of mine. Um, but I felt led to do something different that I've not done in a long time. I used to do it. Uh, a long time ago, and I uh, hadn't felt, but I only do it when I felt led, and uh, the Lord had led me to um, uh, mix some anointing oil to actually get um, all of the uh, fragrances um, uh, for the anointing oil and to pray over it, and I um, got some uh, a little velvet bags that I like to give people um, for those of you who've been to the conferences, maybe you've seen them. But, uh, oh, and maybe, you know, our prayer partners, you all know. You all know what I'm talking about. What am I talking about? I'm acting like you don't, You all don't know me. <laughs> so I mixed some anointing oils and uh, actually had it for the entire congregation. And it was just powerful. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was powerful. And uh, we, we preached on um, the purpose of Pentecost, you know, people, people, think that Pentecost is just about speaking in tongues, but, you know, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and ye shall receive power, um, that that verse is connected to Matthew, uh, Matthew 28, 19, and 20, the Great Commission when Jesus tells us to go out and to make disciples, 
and to baptize and to teach. Um, so we have power uh, not just to shout and to speak in tongues and to lay hands on one another, but the power is to be his witnesses. And that was my sermon on Sunday. And uh, it was just God just really, really blessed us. So I pray that you all had an amazing Sunday as well. I want to say this very quickly. Um, I hope they're on uh, uh, maybe Tasha, maybe Dr. Uh, Nicole Hawkins. On Thursday, I have to apologize to you all. Thursday, I was not here. I, I wasn't feeling well, and um, I had taken some Benadryl probably too late. I took it too late, and I actually slept through my alarm. So I want to apologize. I felt horrible. Um, I, I didn't wake up. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't wake up at all. Um, and I felt so bad, and I thought, well, I have to figure out something else because you all know that if, 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 if my voice isn't talking by 6.03, then something's wrong. Um, so I want to talk to a few of you who fill in for me every now and then um, so that if you all are on this prayer line and no one has heard from me, um, I need those of you who are my um, my 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 um uh, my prayer team, and I'm going to start training some more of you, and I need some men, okay, not just women, but men. But any of you who are on the line this morning, uh, we have Minister Tasha Moore, uh, we have Dr. Nicole uh, Hawkins, um, but if there's anyone else who would like to be on our personal Messiah for those prayer team uh, to fill in for me, and especially if I have not said that I'm not going to be here and everybody's on like right now, about 30 people on the line, and if it's, it's 606 and I'm not here, I need somebody to say, hey, I need to dial in because something's wrong, and let's keep praying. Prayer has to go forward, forward, whether I am here or not. Amen? All right? So I'm, I'm human. I try not to miss. You all know I don't miss, but if, if, I, if, if I have not publicly said that we're not having prayer, and I don't get on in the morning, and no one has heard from me, then something's not right, all right? And I need to make sure that I have a team of intercessors uh, that can make sure that prayer still goes on, all right? I feel horrible when there's people waiting on this phone line for prayer and uh, something, you know, and I'm not here, all right? All right, so reach out to us. Send us an email at contact at com. contact at com, and then uh, Minister Tasha Dr. Nicole, if you're on, uh, I'll be reaching out to you to make sure that uh, we, we have that in place. All right, um, just very quickly, one more thing. On Friday, first Friday of the month, uh, Friday, June the 2nd, Friday, June 2nd is first Friday of the month. That means that we have our Hope Center first Friday service. Uh, I'm hoping to see all of our D.C., Maryland, and Virginia uh uh, partners and uh, those of you who have become members of uh, Hope Center, we will have a service on Friday, all right? So I hope to see you there. Go with me very quickly. I just got one scripture and I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to let you go. One scripture in Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 9, verse 61. Luke chapter 9, verse 61 says this. And another, another said, 
Yes, Lord, I will follow you, but first let me say goodbye to my family. That's all I want to read there. I'm going to read it one more time. Another said, yes, Lord, I will follow you, but first, I, I, I want to follow you, Lord. I know that you are calling me. I, I know that you have something you want me to do. So I'm going to follow you, but there, there's that but there. there there's, there's a but there. Actually, also, <clears throat> In um, verse 59, actually the same thing, um, he says to Jesus, says, come, follow me. And the Bible says, and the man agreed. But he said, Lord, first, let me go home and bury my father. Brothers and sisters, when God tells us to do something, you would be wise. To do it, you would you would be wise to do it. If God calls you and He tells you to do something um, that seems to test your your common sense, that that test rationale, that that test um, everything that you believe um, you can do, or, or maybe God is telling you to do something that is totally against what you feel you have the capability of doing. My, my, my question to you this morning is what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And where are you at in your life right now with your yes to God? What, uh, uh, what are, are you going to continue to hold back? Are you going to continue to give excuses to God as to why you cannot show up as the person that he has created you to be? Are you going to continue to give God excuses or are you ready? Are you ready to say, yes, Lord, yes, I'm going to obey you even if it goes against my my common sense, even if it goes against what I think is my capability and my ability, even, watch this, even if I have to take the first step in the dark. Because the reason why a lot of us, beloved, the reason why a lot of us are not fulfilling our God-given purpose and our God-given destiny and doing the things that God wants us to do and that he expects for us to do is because you want all the light to shine on the first step. You don't want to do anything in the dark. Darkness requires faith. Let me say that again. Darkness. What do I mean by darkness? Darkness, uncertainty, unsurety. These things, they require faith. Because <laughs> if you can see it, come on, somebody finish the sentence for me. If you can see it, then you don't need the faith for it. Because what? Faith is only needed for things that you cannot see. 
So if I'm in the dark, but I heard God, then I've got to move because God is, God does not, hallelujah. And I taught this on Sunday about the power and the purpose of Pentecost is that God does not give us a task without the enablement to fulfill the task. The power that came on Pentecost was a divine enablement of the Holy Spirit. He gives us his Holy Spirit so that we can we can fulfill his command to go. He gave the command in Matthew 28 to go. Go ye therefore. Y'all remember that. You know that. And then he says, go and be my disciples. Jesus will never tell you to do anything without enabling you. First, enabling you to do it. He demands, he demands us, beloved, to trust in him. He never told us to trust in our natural ability. You understand? He didn't tell us to trust in our natural ability. And this is what's happening. We're, we're, we're looking at ourselves. You are, you're looking at the wrong person. If you're looking at yourself, if you're looking at your education, if you're, if you're looking at your, your circle, if you're, you're looking at all of these things, I'm telling you, you've you got to look to Jesus when you know that God, well, Pastor Morrison helped me this morning. How do I know when God is telling me something? How, how, how do I know it? How do I know that it's God? I had a woman, she may be on the call this morning, I had a woman that came to me on Sunday and said, Pastor, I, if you could just pray for me. I have this major, major decision to make, and I've actually already made it. I just don't know if I've made the right decision. I just don't, I don't know. I said, well, I'm going to tell you uh, what the key indicator is for knowing whether or not you're making the right decision, and I'm going to say it to you right now. Peace, peace. Peace. Whenever you go to make a decision, beloved, and you do not have peace in your heart, peace in your spirit, you're still wavering, you're not sure, you're going back and forth, you, you know, all of these things. When you do not have peace, that is an indication that either the time is not right, either it's a, either it's a not now, Maybe it's a not now. It may not be a no, but it's a not now because the Bible says that the peace of God will umpire. That, that word, it, it says guard our heart. That word guard there is umpire. The peace of God will be the umpire in your heart. It will let you know whether or not you're doing the right thing. So when you have the peace about it, but, but here's the thing. Peace will come, but, but, but the Bible says <laughs> Satan will come also. So now here comes fear. You got the peace about it, but you're afraid. Somebody say, I'm going to do it afraid. I'm going, I'm, going, I'm, going to do, I'm going to do it afraid. Jesus expects us to risk everything that we hold on to and believe through our common sense to take the leap of faith and obey what he says. This is what's happening in Luke chapter 9. It, it, it's talking about the cost of following Jesus. 
I want to find, he, he, said, he says in 58, he says, the, fox, the, the foxes have beings to live in and the birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Somebody says, I want to come follow you. He said, but I got to go bury my father. Jesus said, let the dead, dead bury the dead. And then the other one says, I want to follow you, but let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus said, anybody who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. God is expecting you, beloved. We're getting ready to pray. God is expecting you to trust him completely, even when there's no light on the first step. God's expecting you to trust him completely. When he, when he brings you to a new opportunity, when he brings you to a place that you've never been before, you, we cannot act like we don't know God. We cannot act like he's never led us through the dark before. We cannot act like he's never made a way out of no way. We've got to give God a yes, beloved, a yes in your everyday life. Not just yes in the big stuff, but a yes when he tells you to go and take a 20-minute walk. A yes when he tells you to, 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 to put something down that you should not be eating. A yes when he tells you to wake up just a little bit earlier and spend some time with me. This is the cost of following Jesus. Obedience is the price that we pay to follow him. And obedience is better. Why is obedience better? This is my last point. Obedience is better. I talked about this on Sunday. Obedience is better than sacrifice because only, the only thing that sacrifice is doing is trying to make up for what you would have had if you would have obeyed God. So that's why obedience is better than sacrifice. Because sacrifice is just trying to make up for what you didn't have because you did not obey. But if you would have obeyed God, then you would not have had to make the sacrifice. But now you're making a sacrifice because you didn't obey. That's why the Bible says that obedience is better than the sacrifice. Because you did not obey, now you got to do all of these things that you didn't have to do before. Now you've got all these problems that you didn't have before. Now you're out of all this money that you would not have been out of if you had only obeyed. So I don't know where you are right now this morning, beloved. I'm getting ready to pray for you. I'm getting ready to pray. I'm getting ready to pray that you will follow Jesus. Hallelujah. He's given us the power. Yes, God. He's given us the authority. Yes, God. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody say, Lord, I'll follow you. Hallelujah. Without the but. Come on. Come on. Come on. The man said in the text, Lord, I'll follow you, but. But let me go and bury my father. I'll follow you, but let me go and say goodbye to my family. Somebody say, Lord, I'll follow you, period. Father, we love you this morning. Our souls does magnify you. Our souls does rejoice. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We need you, we need you, we need you, we need you, we need you. 
everything, 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 God, that our souls doth require, it is in you. Hallelujah. Come on, Zion, and pray this morning. Don't just listen to me pray. Come on, pray with me. Come on, come on. Let's build your spiritual prayer muscle this morning. Come on, begin to pray. Some of you need to get up and get on your knees. Come on, come on. Some of you need to sit up. Get up out of that bed. Sit up. Come on, come on and pray. Father, we love you this morning. Hallelujah, we come to stretch our hands to thee. Hallelujah, no other help that we know. We thank you, Lord, for new mercy this morning. Hallelujah, we thank you this morning for your faithfulness. Hallelujah, we thank you for your long-suffering and for your patience and for your kindness and for your understanding. We thank you. Hallelujah, it is in you that we live and that we move and that we have our very being. You are our Father. Hallelujah. And we love you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for last night's lying down and for this morning's rising. We thank you this morning for new mercy. Hallelujah. That we are able. New mercy that we are able to see. Hallelujah. Because of you. Thank you for giving us a mind to want to press into your presence early in the morning. We join in with David, who said, early in the morning will I seek thee. So, Father, this morning, hallelujah, we thank you, hallelujah, for the seek. Yes, God, we are your servants, and we are seeking you as the deer pants after the water, so our soul longs for thee. Hallelujah. Lord, some of our souls are thirsty. Some of our souls are dreary. Some of our souls are dry. Father, hallelujah, you are the water. Hallelujah. You are the water. Hallelujah. In the dry land. Hallelujah. In a weary land, you are our everything. So, Father, this morning we worship you. Hallelujah. We lift up our hands this morning and we say, Thank you. Thank you for clean hands and for a pure heart. Hallelujah. Oh, God, thank you for sanctifying our souls. We thank you for the birthday of the church. Thank you. Hallelujah. For the day of Pentecost. Thank you. Hallelujah. For the first fruit. Thank you. Hallelujah. For giving us your spirit, the same spirit. Spirit, hallelujah, that rose Jesus from the grave, hallelujah, is the same spirit that lives on the inside of us. And so we thank you, hallelujah, thank you for giving us staying power, thank you for giving us witnessing power, thank you for giving us praying power, thank you for giving us staying power, hallelujah, oh God, we thank you. Thank you for healing power. Thank you for the power to forgive and the power to forget and the power to go through. We thank you this morning, Father, that because of you, we are not a powerless people, but because of you, we are a powerful people. And Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for power this morning. Oh, and now, Father, we come this morning, we come thanking you, Father, for this devotional. Thank you for this word that you have given us on today, Father. You have a great assignment for our lives. You have given us a great task and a great responsibility. And, Father, this morning we come back to you and we say yes without excuse. We come back to you and we give you a new yes and we give you a fresh yes. We say yes, God, to the life that you have ordained for us to live. We say yes to the man and to the woman 
that you have ordained us to be. We say yes to the God-given us that you have put in us. We say yes to the businesses that you put in us. We say yes to the ministries that you have put in us. Father, we are tired of resisting because resistance has been hard for us. You said to, to Saul, you said it is hard to kick against the prick. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we are tired of kicking against the prick. It is not a working in our favor, doing things our own way and living our own way. Father, it is not working in our favor. So, Father, we repent this morning. We turn away from our sins. We close the door to our disobedience, and we come back and we say yes to you. We say yes to your divine plan and purpose and assignment for our lives. Father, we pray this morning, Father, that you would begin to give us vision. I pray for vision for every man and woman that is under the sound of my voice. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. Father, many of us are not moving forward in our lives because we lack vision. Many of us are not moving in the direction that you would have us to go because we lack vision. So, Father, I pray for vision this morning. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that you would open up our eyes and our understanding that we may be able to see and know your divine will and plan for our lives. We don't want to get stuck in where we used to be. But, Father, we want to be divine, in a divine alignment with you. So, Father, I pray this morning in the name of Jesus for every man and woman that is under the sound of my voice, that you would give them fresh vision. Come on, Zion. Lord, say, please give me vision. Lord, open up my eyes. Lord, tell them where they are to go. Tell them what they are to do. Father, we need a mission and a vision for for our lives. I pray for vision this morning. Calls us to be visionary leaders. Calls us to be visionary men and women of you. Father God, that as we follow you, God, we will be able, God, to lead others, Father, in your direction. Give us a vision for our marriages. Give us a vision for our children. Give us a vision for our businesses. Give us a vision for our ministries. Give us a vision for our personal lives. Father, I pray this morning in the name of Jesus that you would give us vision. Father, oh God, we cannot move forward if there is no vision. And I pray, Father, for that one that may say they are discouraged because they believe they had a vision. But when they did what you they thought you told them to do, it did not work. So, Father, I pray fresh strength. And I pray, God, that a fresh wind would blow on their vision, God. I pray, God, that their vision would come come alive, come alive once again. I'm praying for those, God, that have put their vision on the shelf. Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would give them the courage to pick up their vision once again. Father, I know, God, some feel as if the vision is not going to come to pass because of the time and the time lapse, because so much time has passed from when you first gave 
gave them the word. But Father, your word tells us that the vision is yet for an appointed time but that the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait on it, for it surely will come to pass. It will not tarry. So, Father, I pray now in the name of Jesus, oh God, for faith for the vision. I pray for those that are listening to my voice. Father, that they would have faith for the vision, that they would have faith to believe in the vision, that they would have faith to believe, Father, that if you put it in their heart, that you can put it in their hand. So, Father, I'm praying this morning for divine faith, divine faith to not just stay in the boat, but I'm praying for faith to step out of the boat. And as long as we've got our eyes on Jesus, we are able to do the impossible. So, Father, I thank you this morning for giving us impossible grace. I thank you this morning for giving us impossible faith. Father, we've got faith to believe you. Our faith is to believe you for the impossible. Our faith is to believe you for the things that we cannot see, but the things that we do know, God, we cannot see it, but we know it. And our faith says that it is so and that it is coming to pass. And so, Father, we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, Zion, begin to clap your hands as you give God a fresh yes. He's given you fresh faith for the vision. As you give God a fresh yes, he's given you fresh faith for the vision. Fresh faith for the assignment. Fresh faith for your purpose. Fresh faith for your destiny. Come on, Zion, and say, Lord, I thank you. Come on and say, Lord, I thank you. It's bigger than you. I hear the Lord say, tell them that it's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. You're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking big enough. God's got a community that he wants to be saved through you. God's got a family huh, that he wants to be saved through you. Huh? He's got businesses that he wants to be birthed through you. Huh? He's, got key, he's got ministry huh, that he wants to be financed through you. Huh? You're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking big enough. Huh? But he, you, he requires huh, that you give him a yes. Huh? And with this new yes, huh, it's coming a new vision to get it done. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I pray, God, that you would seal your mission in the hearts of your hearers this morning. Let your mission become their mission. Let your mission become their mission to preach the gospel, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ all throughout the world, doing it with the tools and the talent and the resources that you have made available to them, God. For everything that we do, it is for your glory. Everything that we do, it is to magnify your name. And we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We say yes this morning. Come on, come on, Zion. Come on, come on, wherever you are and whatever your occupation is, whatever your occupation is. I don't know if you're a nurse or a doctor or a, a, an educator. I don't, I don't know what you are. Maybe you're in corporate America. Maybe you are in the governmental sector. Maybe you are an entrepreneur. Maybe you are in ministry. Maybe you are an author. Maybe you are a speaker. Whatever it is, you've got to see that that is your ministry, and God wants you to be successful at it. He wants you to be prosperous at it because he, he wants to use you to advance his 
kingdom. This is the purpose. This is the purpose of Pentecost. And this is why God needs a yes out of you. But you've got to ask him to give you a new vision. And if those of you that have vision and, 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 and you, 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 you put your vision on the shelf, I pray that you would pick it up again. Come on, come on, come on. Lord, say, Lord, I'm picking it up again. I'm picking it up again. I started, but I stopped. I got discouraged along the way. Life happened, and it took me away from my vision, but I'm picking it up again. Things have been going haywire, and, and my money's been funny, but I'm picking it up again. Pick it up again, beloved. I hear the Lord say, pick it up again. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for these, your people. I thank you for this prayer. I pray, Father, that you would cover them and that you would keep them. Lord, keep us while we go throughout this day. Bless our children. Cover them in the name and in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray, Father, that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart, we pray, Father, that they'll forever be accessible in my sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. Let it be hard that believers say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I love you all with the love of the Lord. I hope to see you on uh, Friday, Friday at 3300 D Marlow Lane in District Heights, Maryland, uh, for our Hope Center first Friday service. I hope to see you in person. Those of you that came on late, if you'd like to be a part of our When Zion Travails uh, prayer team, a personal prayer team, uh, please send us an email at contact at azizamorrison.com. We'll be back here on Thursday at 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time because the Bible is right. When Zion travails, she shall bring forth. God bless you. Welcome Jesus today. Shalom. Bye-bye.